What are we to make of the gospel this morning? I mean, it seems like a paradox. Christ is promising us rest by giving us a yoke, something used by beasts of burden. And he says he will burden us, but his burden will be light. Light or not, how, how can another burden give us rest? Who wants another burden? Aren't we burdened enough? But he says, take my yoke upon you. Now a yoke, like I said, is a piece of equipment that's used by beasts of burden. And I imagine most of us have never used a yoke, but you've seen pictures. It's that big wooden beam that's spread across the shoulders of oxen pulling plows or hauling heavy wagons. And that doesn't seem like something that we want. We don't want to be someone's beast of burden. We'd much rather be free and independent. Right? That's what we were celebrating this weekend for the 4th of July, our independence and our freedom. So when we hear Jesus say, take my yoke upon you, all too often our answer is, no thank you, Jesus. No thank you. I don't need another burden. I've got enough burdens of my own. I don't want to carry yours. I know you say your burden is light, but I see you up there on that cross, and that does not look like a light burden. So no thanks. I'll pass. I'll pass. That's why so many people fail to take seriously our religious obligations. Because we think that if we don't accept Jesus' yoke, we'll be free. Maybe not free from every burden of our life, but at least free from that. At least free from these additional religious burdens. But that freedom is a fantasy because we're not free, brothers and sisters. We are burdened in so many different ways. We're bound. We're bound to many different things. We're bound to, to toil and to earn a living by the sweat of our brow. We're bound by the limitations of our physical bodies that are subject to, to age and disease and hunger and thirst and infirmity and death. We're bound by our natural obligations to each other. Parents and children, husbands and wives, friends and neighbors. And we're bound by our sins that enslave us. The consequences of which are a very, very heavy burden. We're bound to carry so many burdens. Wouldn't you like some help? Wouldn't you like some help to carry the burdens of this life? Because that's what Christ is offering. Christ is not offering to add to the weight of our burdens, but to make them lighter. When he says, take my yoke upon you, that's not an offer to enslave the free. That's an offer to, to free the enslaved. Because we're bound already. We're bound to this world that is passing away, and we will pass away with it, Unless, unless someone from outside this world throws us a lifeline. And that's the yoke that Jesus offers. Take my yoke upon you. You see, there's something about a yoke that we haven't yet considered. A yoke is not used to bind one animal to a plow or to a wagon to press it into service. A yoke 
is used to bind two animals together. Two animals together. So that they work in tandem and they share the burden of their work. That's what a yoke is for. It's for sharing burdens. And so by offering us his yoke, Christ is offering us the chance to bind ourselves in that way to God. He comes to us knowing all of the burdens of this life that we carry, and he says, come to me. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Here, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Take my yoke upon you. Bind yourself to me so I can help you carry your load. That's the option that we have before us. Not, do I want to carry Christ's burden? Do I want Christ to help carry mine? Do I want him to help carry my burden? Think about... Think about all your concerns, all your cares, all your worries, whatever hardship you're experiencing right now in life. Do you want to bear that alone? Do you want to bear those things by yourself? Or do you want Jesus to help you carry them? Then take his yoke upon you. Be bound to him. And you will find rest. The yoke that binds us to Christ is not a piece of wood, but it's the grace of the sacraments. That's what the sacraments are all about. That's what we're here for. It's about being bound to Christ. That's why the church has been centered around celebrating the sacraments from the beginning. Baptism, confirmation, Eucharist, they make us part of the body of Christ. They join us to him. Reconciliation, the anointing of the sick, they strengthen that bond that we have in Christ when it's weakened, either by sin or by disease or infirmity. And matrimony and holy orders confirm us in a special way to Christ the bridegroom who binds himself to us, his bride, the church. And in fact, marriage is a beautiful image for this because married couples bind themselves to one another. The two become one flesh. And that makes matrimony an icon, an image of God's love for us. And just like marriage, being bound to Christ, it's not just about the ceremony. It's about that life that comes after, living a new life. The second reading today from St. Paul's letter to the Romans, St. Paul instructs us, you are not in the flesh, he tells us. You are not in the flesh. Those of us who have been baptized have died to our former selves and we have risen to new life in Christ. We are no longer in the flesh. So we shouldn't live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, St. Paul says, you will die. But if we live according to the Spirit, we will live. It's not just about receiving the sacraments. It's about living them. It's about putting that grace into action. Could you imagine a married couple coming here before the altar and exchanging their vows and then going their separate ways, going back to their own homes, not sharing their life together. Maybe they see each other once a week on Sunday mornings for an hour, but that's it. Is that a marriage? It's not a good marriage. It's not a meaningful marriage. 
Being bound to Christ is the same way. Marriage is meant to bind husband and wife to one another, like a yoke does, so that they share their lives with one another, their entire lives, their burdens and their joys, sharing in the work of this world. And it makes the work of this world sweeter to have someone to share it with. And that doesn't happen automatically. You have to be intentional about it. And the same is true when we bind ourselves to Christ, when we yoke ourselves to him. Being yoked to Christ means sharing our whole life with Jesus, not just coming to church on Sunday morning. It means walking beside him in everything that we do, sharing with him our burdens, sharing with him our sorrows and our triumphs and our joys. It means knowing that whatever particular load you are carrying right now on your shoulders, even when the weight of it seems like too much to bear, especially when the weight of it seems like too much to bear, you have Christ right next to you helping you to carry it. This is where we need to trust in Christ because very often, even those of us who are Christian, those of us who have accepted the yoke, and bound ourselves to Christ, we still want to carry our own burdens. We hang on to them. We love them. We're like, no, this is my burden. I don't want to share this with anybody. We still want to carry our own burdens by ourselves. And instead of walking side by side with Jesus, helping us carry them, we want to go our own way. We want to go in a different direction. And so we struggle against that yoke. And that's when the yoke of Christ feels heavy. That's when it feels like a burden, when we struggle against it. We need to trust that Christ knows the way better than we do and walk next to him. We need to trust in his strength. We need to trust that he's capable of carrying those burdens so much more than we are. And I'll tell you, he's capable of carrying so much more than we usually give him. So much more. Look at him carrying our burdens on the cross. We look at that and we say, that burden looks heavy. How can you say your burden is light, Lord? It is heavy. It's too heavy for us. It's too heavy for any of us because he bears the weight of all of our sins. He bears all of our hunger and all of our thirst. He bears the weight of injustice and oppression. He bears the pains of injury and disease. He bears the sorrows of death and decay. None of us can bear that burden alone. And that's why Christ has taken it on his shoulders. He has yoked himself to us to spare us from having to carry that burden. You see, when Jesus says, take up your cross and follow me, we think our choice is whether or not to take up the cross. But that's not it. Our crosses will come, whether we want them or not. They'll come. Our choice is, do we follow Jesus as we carry them? When our crosses come, do we want to go our own way? Or do we want to follow the one who has already carried that cross for us, carried it all the way to death, and risen to glory on the other side? Don't you want to follow him? That's what it means to be yoked to Christ. It means walking beside him each and every day with him helping 
to carry the burdens of our existence so that the one who raised him from the dead will give life to our mortal bodies also. It means entering into that paschal mystery of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, knowing that only there, under the easy yoke of his cross, can our burdens be lightened. Taking Christ's yoke means allowing him to live that paschal mystery again through us, in our own lives, knowing that only then will we find true rest.